Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome, everyone, to this Believe in NFL Draft Prospect Spotlight Interview Edition for 2021 NFL Draft. This is Ryan Roberts, your co-host here at Believe in NFL Draft Prospect Podcast, as well as the Director of Scouting at NFL Draft Bible. I have a fun one for you all tonight, a young man that I got a glimpse of in 2019, and he, again, really impressed me this past season for Oregon State University. I got Mr. Nishan Wright, who is a defensive back. Hard to miss on the field, listed at six foot four, 188 pounds, five interceptions, 11 pass breakups over the last couple years. And this season specifically, a couple pass breakups, six pass defenses, um, two interceptions. And the the obviously the impressive part is that only came in six games with that, with that, you know, really uh shortened season over there in the Pac-12. Nishan, of course, uh, I'm sure maybe some people might be familiar with him. From uh, you know the, uh, the last chance you edition the the past season where uh, his younger brother was was highlighting that season and of course Nishan himself was you know kind of publicized a little bit and I know that his brother Rajon actually went out to Oregon State with him this year as well so they got a little another opportunity to play against each other before we get into too heavy in this interview Nishan appreciate you again man taking some time with us today I hope everything's okay and how's how's everything been going for you so far man. Uh, everything's been good. Um, can't complain. Yeah, I, I know it's um a c- kind of a crazy season this year. I, I want to get into Laney and everything real quick, but I know you know with the Pac-12 originally, yo push it to the spring, deciding to push it back up. You know, playing a shortened season. What was this 20, not 20 season just like for you in general, and just kind of the craziness surrounding sur- sur- uh, surrounding the COVID pandemic and everything that brought um the difficulties uh, aside for that. Um, it was crazy. Um, especially like, you know, we got, I mean, we were sent home a few times and then it's like, well, stay prepared. So it was like, um, it was, it was, it was different for sure. Um, but throughout the, the whole time that we were being sent back home and all the uncertainty, um, as a team, we told each other, just continue to work. Um, and luckily everything had came through, it fell through. To where we were able to play, and we were lucky lucky enough to play all um, all seven games with no stoppages in our season. So that was cool. It was just different as far as like um, no fans and no family. So, right. um, but you you adjust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I know it's uh, it was. Kind of, I felt like it was like every day was just kind of a, a new challenge, right? Like you're just trying to figure things out as you go a little bit there. And obviously, you're a guy that you know, Laney Junior College, very. Very uh, nice season that you had as a freshman over there, and then you were able to make the decision to come to Oregon State. Just starting us out here, why was Oregon State for you the best fit coming out of Laney? And maybe just a couple of your, the highlight moments that you had at Laney Junior College before you ultimately made that decision. Um, so Oregon State was the best decision for me just because um, 
the coaches, uh, they, I mean, from the from the start, like Coach Blue, like, like you could tell that he needed me. It wasn't so much of a want; it was he needed me. Mm-hmm. Um, he told me I would have a shot to come in and play. And at the time, Oregon State was my only Power Five offer, so for me, it was kind of a no brainer. Um, and then, um, like the the surroundings, like was perfect for me. I was able to only focus on school and football because Corvallis is a small town. There's not a lot to do. Mm-hmm. So I was able to focus on school and football, which was my biggest my biggest thing for me was just to be able to focus. Um, and then, yeah, Laney, Laney, was, Laney is Laney. Um, Coach Bean, that's my guy. Um, before, I, like, my, my first year at Laney playing, I was originally a receiver. And then one day during, like, winter conditioning, my defensive back coach, the defensive, the defensive coordinator coach came to me and was like, come play defense for me. And then I was like, you know what? I'll do it. <laughs> so um, we had a great season. Uh, we finished 11-2, and, and we won state, um, which was fun. Um, that was my first time ever winning state in any sport. <clears throat> so that was crazy. Um, but yeah, Oregon State. That was that was the reason why I went there. It was it was just perfect for me, and it and it panned out how I wanted it to. And and talk to me a little bit, Nijan, about the the transitional period, right? Like obviously, big big guy on campus at Laney, and then now you're going to Oregon State as a sophomore, and you have to prove yourself. What was that transitional period? Just you know, getting up to Division One level and, and being able to compete against some of those great athletes over there. Oh, it was definitely different. Um, like you come from JUCO and the the tempo of it is like way much more like you're moving at a faster pace um then you got to juggle the the amount of school work that you're doing and basically the time management part was the biggest part for me um and then just learning the game of football like like I said that was my f- first year at Laney playing corner so really I did half a year at corner because I didn't start playing corner until the spring mm-hmm. so just learning the game of football from the corners aspect all over again. Um, that was the biggest part for me, just mentally being able to dissect the the game of football. Um, and that's kind of, that was my biggest emphasis coming into this year was slowing the game down. Um, so yeah, just coming in, it was the pace of everything was faster. Um, the lifts are a lot more serious. And then schoolwork is, I mean, the, of importance, so, yeah. Yeah. And I know, obviously, the Pac-12 has a lot of really talented offensive players. I want to talk to a little bit about, you know, the Oregon State guys, obviously, with guys like Jamar Jefferson and Isaiah Hodgins last year. But then you're playing on a weekly basis against guys like Amon Ross St. Brown and Michael Pittman Jr. last year, like all these great players in the Pac-12. What was that like? Maybe just from a just an everyday perspective of going off against some of the guys that you had over at Oregon State and then the weekly grind of playing against so many great playmakers in what is, you know, an offensive-driven conference? Um, for me, for me, like, I love it. Um, I like competition. Like, last year, it was great for me because um, I was able to guard Isaiah quite a bit throughout the throughout the year. So just getting that kind of prepared me for – the Brandon Ayukes and the Frank Darby's and I mean every every other guy in the pack like I think everybody's proved themselves and they're starting for a reason so um being able to guard Isaiah definitely helped me um but yeah it was it was fun though I mean I enjoy it because um 
I'm just a, I'm a competitive guy, so playing against the best is kind of what I've dreamed of doing. So, yeah. yeah. And and Nishan, can you talk to me a little bit about obviously Rajon Wright, your younger brother, who is you know very highly you know kind of shown on the on the last chance you uh, previous season. He obviously had the opportunity to come again out to the same college with you, play football again together. Uh, what was that like? Just your your last year now in college. I don't know if you, at that point you thought maybe that was a possibility, but your last year you got to go out with your brother on your team again. That was fun. Um, I'm kind of glad that he came there because I mean I was able to teach him. Because when I got there, it was just me. Um, and, and of course, my teammates helped me, but like I'm living with my brother, so we're in the house and we're just talking. We're talking football, so um, I was able to teach him and. And allow him to grow as far as being a player and mature as a young man. Um, so that was fun, just watching him grow. Um, and from the time that he got there until now, like you can, you'll you'll see a difference in like his character, his attitude. Like he's just he's just a he's a better kid now. So uh, yeah, it was definitely fun being around my brother and my cousin Alton. We all lived in the same apartment. So yeah, that was fun. Definitely. And, and I w- kind of wanted to just highlight what I saw in film of you a little bit, just to ask you a little bit about your game, because obviously the 6'4 really sticks out. I think, though, whether it's man zone, those ball skills and that ability, you know, just to, to disrupt the catch point. And then there's some physicality in the run game, which is maybe a little surprising to people that might only see that 188 listing on the roster for yeah. you going from what from. The not 2019 to 2020, or maybe over the last couple of years since you switched to defensive back, what are some of the biggest improvements that you would say have been in your game? Um, I would say just like the mental part, definitely like just slowing the game down. I think that's probably that's probably ninety percent of the football, like football, it's slowing it down and mentally knowing what's going on. Like if you know what's going on, I think your talent and your athletic ability, it'll it'll stick out. But like, if you know what you're out there doing, I think that's what helped me just knowing that um, I improved in like off coverage. Um, I definitely improved at the line of scrimmage. And then um, I, I, I don't know if I would say I improved as far as physicality, but like just showing my willingness to go in and tackle, like um, I'm not, I'm not worried about a running back. Like, we bleed, we bleed the same type of blood. So, like, I'm going to just go out there and do what I have to do. So, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I think, I think that helped as well, just showing I can run, like you said, at the 188. And I mean, of course, throughout the season, you lose some weight. So I probably wasn't even 188 throughout the whole <laughs> season. So, um, yeah, that. And then just, I think, being more of a team player. Last year, I was kind of, I mean, I was a sophomore, young guy, mm-hmm. came in in the summer. So I didn't like, I, I knew the people I spoke, but like I think just being more vocal, uh, vocal with the guys, um, kind of helped me as well. And if, if I had to ask you, cause I, I, I have seen you make plays in a variety of different coverages and you talked a little bit about, you know, playing some off, playing some press man, playing in zone a little bit for you is, is there a, is there a specific coverage or system that you feel like maybe fits your skill set the best? Um, so the unique thing about Oregon State is all of our co- coverages consisted of men, like for corner, like we 95% of my snaps was men, regardless if it was a one high or two high shell, like we could have been in 
um, cover three, but um, nine times out of ten, I'm in man. Um, mm-hmm. So honestly, I don't, I don't subject myself to just one one scheme. Um, I would probably say just because we run the same type of schemes and just like the type of coverages, I would probably say like Pittsburgh, they're 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 high and like they run a lot of fire zones and so. Pittsburgh, I guess, because we run the same type of scheme. Right. But, um, yeah, I no, think, no. yeah. But, man, so I, I, would, I would go with man. I love it. I love it. And, obviously, you, you mentioned the variation, right? You're playing off, playing, playing, uh, playing press a little bit. Obviously, that, that length is going to really disrupt a lot of defenders, I mean, I mean, offensive players, which is evident on your film. I wanted to ask, uh, is there a player or players, defensive backs, that for you maybe you have modeled your game after or maybe just taken some aspects of their game to help improve yourself as well? Um, I've, I've been asked this question like multiple times, mm-hmm. and I always say I would, I would like to – I would model my game after and train with Jalen Ramsey – Good one. And but I would want to sit in the film room and pick Richard Sherman's brain. Like Richard Sherman, like he isn't the most athletic, he isn't the fastest, but like like I said, the the mental aspect of the game is probably 90% of the game. Like, so and you can tell he's just he's he's like his IQ and his knowledge of the game is crazy. So I would want to sit in the room and pick Richard Sherman's brain and just see what he sees. And then I guess. I get yeah, train with Jalen Ramsey. Uh, mm-hmm. He's kind of one of the top guys in the league right now, and um, I mean, you try to take a little a little bit from everybody, like um, the Xavier Howard, Stephen Gilmore, Stephon Gilmore. Um, who else? Marshawn Lattimore. I mean, there's a bunch of guys I can name, but like those two in specific, um, I would definitely like to to sit down with and, and learn from. And I know you as as a taller corner, there's going to be some people that are going to say, how fluid is he out of breaks? How how quickly can he get, you know, out yeah. of his pedal? Like all that type of stuff. For me, I didn't really see many concerns with you, to be honest. Like I know that that, you know, the long levers, getting out of getting out of your breaks, like that is definitely a concern for a lot of taller corners. For you, do you think that that's kind of just like a mm-hmm. stereotype that people just try to make up in their mind? Or do you think that there's, there's some things that maybe you've had to improve on to mask some of the... That, you know, because it, it it can be troublesome sometimes with the longer legs get out of breaks and such. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, there's something that you have to learn and you have to break. Because, I mean, I'm of course, I'm 6'4", so I have a long stride. So just kind of condensing my, my steps and kind of um, just working on my quick twitch stuff. So, like, getting in and out of breaks, of course. So, I mean, I, and I've definitely improved on that. Um, but for my size, like, I can I can move with the best. Like, I, I don't think – I don't think my size kind of – I don't think my size has anything to do with me, my mobility and my my fluidness. Like I, I'm I'm fluid. Like I've been I've been I've been this way my whole life. Like so, um, yeah. I don't. I, but definitely, I I did need to improve on just the quick twitch stuff. Just kind of just condensing my steps, not trying to overstride everything, and keeping my feet underneath me. So yeah, I mean, that's something I had to work on, and I'm still working on. Like. There's always something you can get better at. I don't think anybody's ever arrived. Um, I don't like to think that I've ever arrived just because there's always room for improvement, whether it's 
um, pressing or catching the ball or off coverage, breaking 90, breaking 45. There's always something to improve on. So um, I'm always looking to improve. And obviously you made the decision with one more year of eligibility, I guess technically two, if you, if you took that, you know, that, Ooh, yeah. that extra year. But for you, what was it about 2021 NFL draft? Why was this the right decision at this right time for you, for you to take your game to the next level? Um, for me, everything has been timing. Um, I had gotten, I had gotten some, some solid feedback back. Um, I was comfortable with it um, and just, just ready to, I mean, I'm ready to, to show people that I can actually, I can move and I can run. Like a lot of people don't, I think that's probably one of my biggest things is can, can this kid run? And um, I definitely know I can run. Like, I mean, I've been running track since I was seven years old. Uh, so um, I'm just not new to me. Like um, I'm definitely fast. Like you, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not worried about it. Uh, but yeah, it's, yeah, I'm ready. I like, I like it, it, it just, it just, it just, I just felt I was ready. Um, I played well. I definitely improved from year one to year one and a half, I guess. Um, so, um, yeah, it just felt right. The timing was right. Um, and then I was just ready to to take the next step and like take care of my family. Um, and then doing that, I feel like I I helped my brother out. He's gonna he's gonna play a lot more, um, so yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm I was just ready. It just the time just felt right. Um, I talked over it with my mom and my grandparents, and it was just it was the it was the the right decision to make at the time. So, um, and I'm a hundred percent in on my decision. There's no no doubt in my mind about the decision I made. So yeah, I'm I just I was just ready. I was I kind of knew I was ready before the season even started like I remember when I first got to Oregon State I told him I wanted to do one year which was pretty kind of somewhat unrealistic but it just pushed you in that mindset of I just have it's time I just have to continue to go and just continue to grind so um I've always had that type of mindset just next level next level I was I was I've always had that mindset like I want to be at the highest level so um that definitely helped me for sure Mm-hmm. And I only have a couple more questions for you. I was just curious now, now that the process has officially begun, now you're after the holidays, where, where have you been training? Where are you planning on training? What's, what's just kind of the draft process looking like from here on out? So um, this past Sunday, I flew out to um, me and my family flew out to um, Orange County, Santa Ana, Newport beach, this, that little area. Um, I signed with them um, athletes first. Nice. Um, nice. And I've been – I actually started training Tuesday, um, so I've, I've kind of gotten a full weekend already. Um, but I've been training with Proactive, and, and um, it's right on the rooftop of my apartment. Like, And then we go to – we have a field that we go to. So everything was convenient. Um, and, I mean, I'm training with the best of the best. So, um, like I said, I, I like to compete. So training with the best of the best is going to not only better me, but better, better people around me. So I'm just, I'm just working now. It's just putting the work in and, and um, just getting the results back that I want. And, and now that you're close to this dream now, Nishan, you know, you, you have, you're just on the brink of, of uh, what I'm sure has been probably a dream of yours for a long time. 
How long yeah. has it been a dream? And, and what is it? What do you what do you imagine it's going to feel like when you're officially a professional athlete for the first time? Um, this dream, this this has been my dream since I can remember, maybe about six, seven years old. Like I've always known I wanted to play professional something. Like um, for me, it ended up being football. Um, I started off running track. I never really dabbled in in, in the basketball. I kind of played basketball late in high school. Uh, I didn't really like basketball. It just wasn't – it wasn't for me. Like, I played basketball, and I probably had four fouls getting ready to foul out. So, um, <laughs> just because I just like to I'm, – I'm handsy. So Too physical. Um, Too physical. Yeah. That's all it is. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, football – it happened to be football for me. Um, and I guess when I get there, I guess it'll definitely be exciting. Um I know my my family will be proud of me. Um, I'll be proud of myself. And not only just getting there, I feel like it'll it'll motivate my younger brother to just go even harder, and my cousins, and my stepbrother, and my younger stepbrother. Like I have people that look up to me, and people that are trying to take the same path as me. So I think that'll motivate them. Um, but yeah, it'll be exciting. But I know that once I get there, I can't be complacent. Like. Once you get there, it's a job. Like somebody's coming in to take your job. I'm I'm coming in to go take someone's job. So mm-hmm. um I just know when I get there, I enjoy it for about a day or two and then it's right back to work. So yep. um yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's a I feel like that's a great mindset to have because a lot of people I feel like when they've gotten there, it's the end of the story, but that's just the flipping of the page, right? Like that's just the next chapter, you know what I mean? Yeah. So absolutely. And last question I have for you. Now that uh, and this is, I, I know that you're, you're probably getting a lot of questions for the hundredth time with me here, but I know there's, there's going to be one question that, that a million teams are about to ask you scouts, um, you know, pr- front office personnel, coaches, whoever it is, they're going to say, what does N- Nashawn Wright bring to your, my organization? The minute that he steps in the door, what is your answer to that? Uh, I'm a, I, I mean, I'm a, a young man that's determined, determined. I'm a hard worker. Um, Probably the hardest I want to be. I've always started to be the hardest worker in my room. Um, somebody physical, somebody that's just just the the willingness to to play the game, of, love the game of football. Like I I love the game of football, so I'll do anything to to step on the field. Or I just I, I guess this is how I put it, an ultimate team player. Like I'll just do everything. I just want to do everything right. Like that's that's what I'm gonna do, um, for sure. Uh, they're going to get a dog. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Again, we're here with Mr. Nishan Wright, who is a defensive back out of Oregon State and now a 2021 NFL draft prospect. Nishan, I really appreciate you again, man. Taking some time Thank today. This was, this was a pleasure just getting a little inside look into you, man. I really appreciate all the time. Thank you. Appreciate it. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.